Hello, welcome to Nintendo Nostalgia, episode 208. I'm your host, Jacob Russ, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Josh and Chris. And we are back, and we are playing with power. There is no Ryan tonight. We booted him off. We voted him off the island. Um, thank goodness we don't need him here. Nah, just kidding. Ryan, I, I think our crowd's used to me always dissing who's ever not on the show. It's just kind of my, what I do. But Ryan's just sick, I guess. Sick of us, we're sick of him, whatever. <laughs> we're better off without him, right? Um, no, we love you, Ryan. Get better. Uh, guys, how you doing? Doing well. It's been a very good few days. How about you? Good. Myself, uh, you know, it's been fine in general. It's just been busy. Go, go, go. It just seems like life never stops. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if I'm running in circles or if I'm actually going somewhere, but... I'm, I'm good in general. Um, Josh, what about you? Yeah, I guess not all that exciting here. Kind of the same old stuff. Um, you know, still looking to make some things happen and, you know, get out of the, the mundane, same old, same old kind of stuff here eventually. Yeah. Spinning my wheels a little okay. bit, maybe. We all could do it sometime, at some point, I think. But we're good. Um, I... The, today's episode is going to be a little different. Uh, obviously, we're not we're not going to talk about like a game or a character. We're going to we just want to we want to start doing this regularly in the show every once in a while. We're just going to start talking about like news and what's happening in the world more often. Uh, not the world, but the world of Nintendo in general and gaming. Um, but we want to just uh, touch on you know what's been going on. A lot's happened the last two to three weeks. It seems like every week I'm. I'm now like, all right, what's the big news of this week? You know, one week it's um, Hyrule Warriors. The week before that it was Mario 35th. And then it's an in, it's a third-party developer direct that was actually good, you know. And this week it's <laughs> not Nintendo. It's the industry. And it's uh, it's uh, been interesting. And next week we will have a follow-up to Hyrule Warriors, won't we? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, on the 26th, actually, on Saturday... Oh, this this, this, this Saturday. upcoming Saturday, yep. Oh, go, holy guacamole! Wow. Wait, okay. that's when the Hyrule uh, Warriors sequel comes out. No, 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 no! It doesn't come. They're going to have like a more indirect, indirect depth, like look oh, at cool. the game. Oh, cool. Okay. Because it's going to be shown up at like the Tokyo Game Show. So. Oh, uh, I forgot that was still happening. Which is happening? Pretty... Yeah, it's happening like tomorrow, okay. I think. So, and it's like a three-day event kind of surprised it's happening it's basically like an e3 thing you know for japan but um so they're gonna show it off more and they'll have more details for nintendo fans in general so which will be interesting and cool to see um but yeah that's what we're doing and we're gonna obviously this show is about a show about nostalgia and um due to the fact that 3ds was basically put to rest last week um other shows have talked about it and social media and we felt like well we should talk about it. We've talked about the 3DS, obviously, um, a whole dedicated episode to it. But I, we just wanted to, you know, touch base about it and just some of our original memories with it as we kind of look back on its life and what it did and and where Nintendo's going still in the handheld market. Um, but uh, in general, guys, yeah, let's have at it. A lot has happened um, over the last few weeks and uh we I, we've already talked about mario we had a mario direct um you guys been playing mario all-stars we, josh we all know <laughs> you've like already beaten 
all three games. No, no, no. So, so, so to clarify on mine, I have I did 100% Mario 64 again in three days, I think, this time, which I think is a record for me. Um, actually, it's kind of almost less than that, but, well, I don't know, it's three. <laughs> but, yeah, I've, I mean, I've 100 percent of that one before, probably like five times. So that wasn't too bad. Yeah. And I, I played the heck out of it. Everywhere I went, I kind of had it, you know. I just indulged. Yeah. And, and since then, I jumped into Sunshine. I was really wanting to get through it because I haven't played Sunshine in a long time. I fully completed all these in the past, but Sunshine's the one, like, I haven't played in a long time. And I'm digging right. it. I'm, I'm right. back into that for several hours already when I get a chance. Did you get it, Chris? Yeah, uh, I picked it up on launch day, and I'm happy that I have it, especially the physical version. Um, and I love all three of those games for very different reasons and in very different ways. Uh, Mario Sunshine is one of my first games ever, and um, nice. yeah, I, I have so much nostalgia for it. I, I I really hope that they bring back that location or that setting and environment. Um, I just love Isle Delfino. Um, and Mario 64 is pretty new to me. I only got into like a, a few stages growing up and, uh, cause I never had it. I only played like, um, you know, the, my friend's version of it, but, um, I just, I have so much going on right now. I wish I had more time for games. So it's, some, it's something I'm going to get yeah. to probably during like winter break or something like that. And, uh, I actually just shipped out my left Joy-Con. I finally oh, yeah. got Joy-Con drift <laughs> and I don't even use nice. my Joy-Cons. I use my pro controller. So one day I started using <laughs> it again. I'm like, why do I have drift? I don't use this. So that's, I yeah. just got back for Joy-Con myself actually yesterday. Oh, um, good. I was going to ask you about yeah. that because I know you shipped it out a while ago. It, it took like over a month, but now my wives are drifting, so those two need to go out. But <sighs> yeah, so we've had, we've had six with drift. Um, four wow. of them are fixed for now. Crazy. So did um did do they still honor that? Are they still honoring what they said about like refunding or just fixing it for yes. free yeah. and sending it yeah. back? Yeah. It's actually when you call them or go online about it, like to set up a repair, like the first thing they have is like, if you have Joy-Con drift, here's what you got to do. So they're very well aware of it. And uh, it it wasn't a a hassle to get this order um, in place. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad that things are up and running again. Hopefully I get it back pretty soon because I I think I would play the 3D All-Stars game if... Uh, I had the Joy-Con because I just got a bonfire with my family, and so I was hoping to, like, play, you know, the Mario 3D All-Stars collection by the fire, you know, have, like, a nice autumn uh, time, you know, Uh, but I can't do that, so um, I'll have to (laughs) settle for, like, Luigi's Mansion in my room or something, but, um, (laughs) yeah. I have a a couple. My favorite set was the neon green and pink. I got that. and I got that when I got ukulele um, for Christmas that year. That was like my new set, and like it was great. I love the I love the way the colors yeah. look, but I haven't been able to use them because they my green just completely, completely just goes off the rails. I mean, it was around this time last year is when I had to get my I got the purple and orange. I remember nice. buying them um, on a work trip, and um, they just came out so. Yeah, I need to send that and my original blue one off. My blue one sucks. I mean, it sucked from launch. There's something wrong with the minus button. <laughs> like, I could never, like... I remember, like, 
having to like press it really, really, really hard. Like I was going to break it just for it to even like respond. It's so weird. So, um, but I want to know why we don't ever have like why we can't choose our own colors. Like Japan can. Wait, really? Like I would love. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's you can go Japan go on their website and they can like they can like mix and match wow. colors and, and order them that Lucky. way. I mean, I have my ideal setup. I didn't want to switch until I could get classic dark red, and I got that with the uh, the Mario Odyssey Ooh. bundle. So I got the game that I nice. wanted. I got the Joy-Con colors that I wanted, and I have very little desire, to be honest, to get more Joy-Cons. I think they all look amazing. Like, I really want that, like, yeah, the do. yellow and the blue ones. Those look so cool. It's like a nice summer uh, combination and the orange and purple is so cool, but like I don't know, I just like red, Animal classic Nintendo, and I, know, I classic love, Mario colors. I love those red ones um, that you're talking about. Uh, of course, they just came in the Odyssey bundle. I think they sold them individually, but you know yeah. they're like what they seventy did. or eighty bucks on their own. So it's not really something yeah. I'm just going to yeah. go out and buy when I don't really need another set right now. And I use the Pro controller right. like constantly. Anyway, I love the Pro controller for the Switch. And I don't do a whole lot of handheld, so I just I, do. I, I don't know if yeah I, I don't know if I ever see me dropping that much money for another set. Same, yeah. It would be nice, but like for that price point, I just I can't start collecting for them because uh, once I start, I have to <laughs> I have to get them all. But I'm not going right. to get started. They look great. I I appreciate all the colors. I think they all look amazing in their own very unique ways. But I'm happy with my red, and I'm going to stick with that to the end. I think. Yeah. Unless they come out with something I really unique. Like the Animal Crossing yeah. colors. Those are really cool. I, yeah. I don't care for like the beige uh, part of it, like the underside of it. It looks it looks nice and good, but like there's just something about that that just bugs me. I don't know. I just I I can't see that like aging well, you know. After you have like a white uh, DS light right. and you see it yellow over time, it's just like yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't trust these colors, these light colors. And I get you, yeah. but they look nice. I I would still love to just get like a combo. I. I I just don't get it. I mean, this is definitely going down a rabbit hole, but I just don't understand why you, it can't be that much money to just make a color set of the rainbow and let people pick and choose how they want to mix and match it. Like, like it, it should just be a standard on their website. Hey, you want to order your own combo or directly from us, and you can order it that way, and here you go. I don't know. Maybe they just like to put it in a pretty packaged box, I guess, and... Um, because you know, like they do advertise it and like the green, pink, and stuff. But yeah, Apple does that. Man, now. How do we get on Joy Cons? Apple <laughs> does that with the Apple Watch. Like you can pick whatever you know color case you want with whatever band you want. So it's it's possible. Oh, really? Yeah, I actually did that last week. I got a new Apple Watch and picked the the case nice. and band that I want and came in like a nice little package. So hopefully Nintendo could do that too. But you know, like we said, I think we're all well, pretty set with our colors. So. With what one thing that I wish that Nintendo would adopt that like Xbox does is like Xbox, you don't hear me say it very often, but one thing that Xbox does that I do like is that um, you can just custom create your own pro con- your own yes. controller into the color scheme you want. And like, dude, I would totally would make like a Banjo Kazooie colored themed pro controller and just order it or a pro or the Joy Cons, whatever. Just give me the colors I want and let me customize yeah. it. Yeah, agreed. Don't know why they don't do that, but yeah. whatever. Whatever. It's very cool um, that they have that. Uh, I don't know how he got on. Controllers, <laughs> but, um, back to Mario. I uh, I don't have 
Mario 3D. I do have it. My my girlfriend bought me 3D All Stars, but um, she's making me wait till my birthday, which I told her to. You know, I I, I I you guys know if you listen to the show in the past, I like to wait for special occasions. I really feel like it really ties the memory. I'll remember on my 30th birthday, I got the Mario 35th anniversary 3D All Star. That's kind of appropriate. 3D, I'm 30. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> I'm getting it for my birthday, and uh, it's uh. I'm looking forward to it. We've been playing Mario 64 on the 64, so I've I've I was gonna play Mario 64 again, but I just like, nah. I really want to dive into Sunshine. I haven't played it since the game. Right. Um, I have like turned it on and like I don't know, watched a friend play through a level in recent years, but I've not like actually played the game myself. You know. Um, in a long, I don't even know if I 100 percent it back in the day. Most likely, I didn't. I did not really do that back in the day as a kid. Um, so I'm really excited to start with Sunshine. I think Sunshine just looks yeah. great. You know, I think it does. it does look like a modern Mario game. Uh, it's yeah. beautiful. It really is. Um, and then Galaxy. You know, honestly, I'm not itching to play it, but um, it looks fantastic. I won't. I mean, it does look fantastic. It looks really, really, really. It looks like it was made for the Switch, like ground up. It looks that good. One of the reasons I haven't really been too itching to play these games is because I still do play them. I still play Sunshine. I've been playing Sunshine for years now. I still play Galaxy every once in a while. And uh, 64 I just got, um, like, for the 64, like, last year. Um, I do play them regularly. But I have to say, even though you guys are familiar with my kind of disappointment in this package i do have to say they look a lot better than what i expected all like each game looks very crisp and clean and i also mentioned this before in in our chat i have like that hdmi dongle for my gamecube to make the games look good and you know it makes mario sunshine look really really good but i would say in this switch package it looks even better so uh it is it is nice to see it look a lot more crisp but I'm kind of annoyed about the camera controls in Sunshine, how they are, like, inverted. I'm just not used to that. So, I heard about yeah, that. hopefully I can get used to that. But. Right. And 64, too, right? They changed it. Oh, did yeah. they? I don't know. I just know about Sunshine. That's what Josh said. Okay. Yeah, yeah, some of the... I forget exactly what parts of it they did. I already completed it, and I forget. Um, <laughs> but, like, playing it when you'd go to look around, like when you'd go into the first-person mode to look around... I'm, it's like I can, if I have the controller in my hand, I can tell you. <laughs> right. But yeah. it used to be inverted, I believe, and now it's not. Right. And I believe, like, the flying controls and things like that were changed, too. Because I specifically, either that or it was, like, where the camera controls for that changed. It messed me up. Because I remember when I first went in to start flying in this game, I, like, did a nosedive. <laughs> and I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> like, I, I don't know if that just screwed me up. Something in there is not quite the same. And I'm pretty sure it's... They, they didn't keep gotcha. the inverted controls for certain parts. And it just feels a little off if you've, you know, played this game for 24 years, wherever we're at now. So, Just such yeah. an odd decision, but, I think. Like, it's not a big deal, but was. just, like, weird. Yeah, yeah you get right. used to Why it, but... An option. Yeah. yeah, at least give it as an option or something, yeah. Right, exactly. Um, with, uh, so this might be a really dumb question, but since you guys have actually played the games... Um, does the game look like when I watch a video on YouTube comparing, say, '64 to the original to the to the newer version? Um, am I seeing 
directly on YouTube exactly what the game looks like, or is it really a different experience when I put it on my Switch that I'm not going to be able to see really what it looks like, the freshness through a computer screen? I, I, I think I think it looks a lot better on my TV than it did yeah. on YouTube and things like that. Like on, on, when I've seen the trailers for it and, and what have you, I just feel like I'm sort of watching a trailer of, of the old games, you know, or a virtual console okay. version or something. But I feel like these, once I yeah. got it in there, I don't know if it's the novelty of it or what, but I, I swear they do look a little bit better than I feel like what you would expect. Um, yeah. Chris sort of mentioned that so earlier. I was always hoping... I never really felt like I could understand when someone's like, oh, this is a, a 1080, 60 frame per second game, and I'm watching it on my computer. I'm thinking, am I really seeing what they're seeing? Because this is a video through the internet. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yep. It's not the same. Yeah, I was really, as I mentioned before, I was really surprised by how good it looks because, you know, I got the game because, A, it's a short-term uh, thing that they're having with it, you know, you can't get it yeah. past March, and I love these games, so I'm like, all right, might as well get it because I can play them on the go. Um, but when I booted yeah. it up, I was just like, oh, this actually looks really good and really crisp. And like I said before, nice. I, I have the HDMI thing with Sunshine, and it looks noticeably better. And Galaxy does too. Galaxy wow. looks a lot better now that I think of it, and that's yeah. the one I was expecting to not be that <laughs> impressed by. And I don't know. I think they like turned up the saturation or something. Like the colors are just so vivid in that one. And I also have an HDMI cable for my Wii, and it looks way better than that. And it wow. it already looked good. So you know, it's not going to blow your mind, that's but it's cool. it's just nice sure. that it does look a lot nicer than what I expected. I noticed. Yeah, uh, that's great. Th- for one thing, I noticed like in '64. Now, granted, like the, the sign in the courtyard that supposedly says "Hell is real" and all that is still blurry. But certain things, like uh, if you remember the pictures, like the actual artwork of the booze in the merry-go-round or the uh, the big Bowser sliding puzzle on uh, is it Lava Lethal Lethal Lava Land, yeah. whatever. All of that like looks so much clearer than I remember it being. Like where the lines used to almost be kind of fuzzy, but like it's just yeah. played out. It, it almost just looks like a really high quality, maybe a high quality JPEG. But you know, it looks a lot better than it used to. Right. I bet I'm going to be blown away because we're literally playing Mario 64 right now at Lindsay's apartment on her flat screen TV through a 64. So yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can imagine oh, yeah. it. It's just gonna blow yeah. me away. 64 and flat screens. Doesn't look too high because I've been playing Diddy Kong Racing on one not too long ago, and he, it's it's right. a little rough on it. Yeah, I mean I've been playing my N sixty four on my my you know, somewhat big HD TV, and you know a lot of people complain about how the N sixty four looks with like their native uh, cords, and you know it's not super crisp, but it I think it's doable. Um, yeah. I, I don't really mind it too much. It's a little rough, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's it's a very noticeable difference uh, yeah. with sixty four. Like you can tell, you know, these are early nineties graphics. It's very jagged, but there's something charming it's, about that to me, and it kind of I don't know makes it a, it a clean, little yeah clean it's, it's jagginess. Lot, exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Yep. So very pleasantly surprised by that, but I am a little weirded out by the uh, N64 what am I saying Mario 64 camera controls that's going to take some getting used to because I I started playing games after Mario 64 so this is like going way back for me to a camera control system I'm just not used to especially with a switch controller 
Yeah, yeah that's It'll not, be doable. It's not the C it. buttons. It's they were. You got to remember they were made for those buttons, and it was like 1996. So it, it does feel a little weird on this stick, especially if yeah, you go yeah. from Sunshine or Galaxy backwards. It really doesn't feel well. Exactly. Yeah, because Mario Sunshine, like the camera controls on that one were like perfect. Like I loved that. Yeah. I just like looking around in Mario Sunshine. <laughs> I spent like most of my time just looking around yeah. in that game. So I I can't do that in sixty four, and I won't be. No. Yeah. Still. Um. So, outside of Mario, obviously Mario came out. It's a big deal. I'm gonna come to the party once everyone's already left. So that kind of <laughs> sucks, but it'll be it'll be fine. Um. And, uh, what, what were you going to say, Josh? I'm, I'm sorry. Before we jump off of Mario, I did almost forget something. Um, those pins, um, did you guys, I, I, oh. know, I guess I know Jacob's answer, but Chris, I, I'm trying to remember what you said because we were, we're in a group message. We have a lot of people jumping around in there. Did you have any luck with those? I, I actually managed to get them, I think, as soon as they went up. I, nope. I still had to like, refresh for about 20 minutes, but it seems like they're, they're good to go. No, I uh, uh, I don't. I'm trying to forget about it because <laughs> uh, I really <laughs> think they look amazing. But I did all the missions and stuff. But by the time I was able to yeah. order them, it, and it says like add to cart, and I was able to add it to my cart, but I never got a promo code, so I I can't proceed with the purchase. You know, for like paying for shipping or whatever. So I think I'm just gonna accept it and move on. Like I have enough gaming merchandise, so I'm not gonna cry about it. But it would be nice to have and I'm glad that you guys got it. I mean I hope that they were kinda restock these things. I hope they really didn't think that only a limited amount of people would like get it. And I mean, so many people pre ordered the game. Look how many people pre ordered it, like get to making more Nintendo, come on. Yep. I mean <laughs> Oh, like, don't give us don't give us a step step thing to you're do. You're not even getting it till your birthday, you know. Is there a Mario Sunshine pin Whatever. in that collection? In the second wave, there will be. That was the first wave. There's two waves. Crap. Okay. So yeah, I, I said crap. I was like, yes, uh, I win. I got it. Woo! No, there's another wave. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> All right. If I um, get it, great. If I well, don't, anyways. It's fine. Um. So we got a bunch of stuff, uh, a lot of news. Like we talked, said earlier, it seemed like you know for most of the year there was just nothing. We just kind of got used to having nothing. We just made it through every single week, one week at a time, and then um, now we just, I'm just kind of expecting more news to drop. Like what's going to be the hot topic this week? And uh, uh, you know we had a third. We had the Josh and I, or it was maybe it was Josh and I or Chris and I. What uh, we talked about this. Uh, Part, third partner direct last time um and uh we're getting a bunch of games um the big one was ori coming to the switch uh the ori sequel and then like this big collector's edition and just a bunch of handful of games um what do you guys think about the of that direct and i think we're going to get another one later this year um they've gotten better each time i will say um you guys did this kind of give you more hype for future directs yeah, I mean, I I wish I saw it. I haven't seen it yet, mostly because I already know what's wow. in it. Um, but I remember I woke up and I was looking at my phone and I was looking at the group text and I was like trying to catch up on like what everyone was saying. And someone said like, uh, you know, they're talking about Ori. And I was like, oh, an Ori collection would be so awesome. And I was just like browsing the Internet and I was like, oh, God, there's there's an Ori collection available. <laughs> so I paid, uh, what, 150 or so, not including shipping and tax and all that nice. for 
uh, for the Ori collection. I don't care about anything else that's in that package besides the games, but um, I don't care. If you want to mail me yeah, the rest say, of the Honestly, box, like, I, haven't, I, I don't have room for this stuff, so I might just do that. You split it up, you know, um, I'll take a little. Take a little hey, out. maybe. <laughs> I asked first. I'll wait for your birthdays or something. But. Hey, mine's Ooh. coming up. Well, you better hope they ship it soon. You missed mine. (laughs) I don't even know when it's coming, to be honest. But um, yeah, I I needed those games. I needed them in a physical version. It's crazy that Microsoft is bringing their games to a Nintendo system. I still can't get over that, and I still can't get over Banjo Kazooie. Like all this, all these partnerships that are happening. I love it. I'm taking advantage of all of it. Um, I don't really remember anything else that was announced, but that's the one I'm crazy about. And I will oh, yeah. have you guys uh, share your thoughts because that's really all I care about. <laughs> I mean, that was the big one for me was Ori. Um, and that Wonderland game looked really yeah. cool. I, I It kind of reminded me of like a Nintendo 64 3D platformer yep, game. Exactly. Know, like, I, I Apparently this game is a big deal. A lot of people love this game, but... I mean, I won't lie. Like, I feel like the way the characters move kind of look cheap. I don't yeah. know. Like, they kind of look stiff as they walk around. And, um, but, I don't know. It looked fun. It looked like a 64 revisit, and I, I, I won it. I think I'll get that game. Um, a lot of people said this game looked terrible, but that Sniper 4 game, I actually thought it impressed me. I saw it, I was like, man. I was like, kind of gives me, like, GoldenEye vibes. Like, I'm sure... Because I, I don't play many shooters, you know. Um, every once in a while, I like to, I would like to play a, a shooter, and I, I'm due for a shooter. I'm, I really am. I have not played a shooter. When was the last time I played a shooter game like that? Might have been like on the Wii mm-hmm. <laughs> or something like that. I haven't, because um, I got that Goldeneye remake, which was crap for the Wii. It was no, it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> not fine. <laughs> Blemish the name at GoldenEye. I wanted, I wanted a GoldenEye legit HD remake from the ground, same game. And that game, like, had elements of the original, but then they, like, just did all these different things, and, like, that's not what people wanted. People just wanted the same game, just HD-ified. That updated, sounds boring. You know? I wanted, I wanted it no modernized. Way. I mean... I'll be honest, I didn't really grow up with GoldenEye. I kind of got my N64 oh. after that. And uh, I think I went to like a few, you know, birthday parties, sleepover parties where that was being played, but I didn't have it, so I don't have yeah. too much nostalgia for it. And. Oh, it was a Christmas game, I, man. Yeah. <laughs> but I just. Um, it seems like it hasn't aged too well. It, like, it seems like, you know, a lot of shooters that have come out since kind of done no, some it, things a little it better. Hasn't, but. but- kind of like what we want Mario 64 we want everyone wants Nintendo just to remake the same game it's the same environment nothing changes but they just literally make it look like Odyssey I would love to get Goldeneye to look like a modern shooter but the same levels like don't change it up and I they didn't do that with that Goldeneye and I don't know why we're talking about Goldeneye and the Wii we're talking about Sniper <laughs> yeah sorry um, no you're fine um, we Anyways, it kind of reminded me. I got some old James Bond feels. You know, this game is nothing like James Bond. So it kind of piqued my interest a little bit. Um, that boxing game, right after we talked about We Fit, um, I was totally like... Uh, I was like, dude, they're, we, that literally came out like the next day after we had... The Just our luck. So, uh, 
I was like, man, I, I, I'm actually tempted to get that. I don't know um, anything about the original, though. Like, do you know if the original was any good? Because I think... The boxing yeah. game, I have... I think no Nintendo, clue. like, published Apparently it. Apparently it sold well. Yeah, I think it sold over, like, a million copies. So, so, there's a sequel to it, and it's better. So, I really might get that game. Um, side note, I had... The, the I live like right on the corner from a Super Target here, in Fishers, and um, it uh, they like were overstocked. They had like almost like ten or twelve Ring Fit Adventures, like the box. Wow! And I literally had one in my hands, and I just couldn't pull the trigger. I'm just like, I I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I can't be yeah. buying a, this expensive game, you know. But I really wanted to. I really did. Um, it's great. Besides that, that's really what you know. That's really kind of what I got most out of it. Um, the Monster Hunter stuff was big, and I may get that Monster Hunter stories too. That I mean, that might be. I've never really been into Monster Hunter. I've tried. I just I don't like the way that how slow the characters tend to move. They are so chuggy. I never enjoyed that. And um, Hunters Two seems like it could be more of my cup of tea to get me into that franchise. But outside of that, that's really what um, I got out of it. It was very impressive, direct. I really enjoyed it. Um, now, Josh, I, you're chomping at the bit here. What, huh. what do you want? What um, What did you get out of it, I guess? Oh, well, um, I guess I'll start just kind of going off of what comes first to memory. Like you said, that, that Wonderland game I've kind of had my eye on before this direct. I had seen the trailer for it before. I believe, and I could be wrong on exactly who was working on it. I'm wanting to say Yuji Naka is working on it. I could be completely off on that. Somebody used to be part of Sonic Team and all of that sort of thing. So that's why that one character looks a lot like Knights, if you haven't noticed. Yep. Um, so that's all cool. I'm cool with that. Um, like you all said, sort of with the characters and things, I don't really know what the proper term is for it. Some of it looks maybe a little too chibi or something for my taste. It's not really my thing, but but the rest of it looks pretty cool. I'm interested. I'll definitely keep my eye on it. Um, now, of course, Ori, I, I love. I've played... Um, the first one, I played it on Xbox since Switch, beat it on the Switch. feels a lot better on the Switch, actually, than it does on the Xbox. Oh, Didn't great. beat it on the Xbox, but I love the controller so much better. Like, the D-pad especially is the big, I think, probably the biggest difference on the Switch. And that D-pad on the Xbox controller just sucks. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So, I'll, I'm, I'm glad this second game finally came over, but I can't really afford it at the moment. It is 30 bucks just digitally, but... Yeah, I'm definitely planning on picking that up when I get the chance because that's a really good, really good series. Um, very pretty, good stories. Um, what else was there? Now, Monster Hunter is another one, kind of maybe kind of like Jacob. I've never really got into it. I um, there was one I was like, I'm, it was like five bucks. I feel like Monster Hunter three maybe or something on the Wii U, and I got it for like super cheap a few years ago. And I tried it, but I never got hardly anywhere. Like I, I didn't understand what I was doing. And I was like, I want to like it, and I almost want to give it another chance. But I think I'd need somebody who knows what they're doing to, like, sit there with me. <laughs> so yep. I was like, I don't know what to pick out of these characters. I'm moving really slow. There's a loading screen every two seconds. Oh, I've sucks. hit this thing 500 times. Why is it not dead? I, so I, I think I'm just not getting something. But it still looked cool. I hope it, hope it does well. Maybe, you know, maybe I'll change my mind on that. This, this story, like, uh, the stories thing... I, I don't know as well. It just didn't look like my kind of uh, style, maybe. But you know, the bigger game—can't remember the name of it now. Rise, um, I think. Right. Yeah, something like that looked pretty interesting. 
Um, there was one other thing, and I completely forgot. Um, but really, all in all, with that direct, that partner direct, I feel like that's kind of what I've wanted out of those. Where the other ones, I feel like weren't just playing out. Were not very good. <laughs> um, there was that one, what that had like three or four games, and it was like that goofy looking wrestling game. Um, oh right. Yeah. And there was like two other things, and there was just nothing that like meant anything to anybody hardly. But this one, I feel like had some good meat to it. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd, Those first two partners directs kind of felt like something that if this was like a full on direct, that they would have been like the side. Yeah, level, that's like, like the fast paced games. That's like yeah. the I gotta pee in this forty five minute direct. I'll be right back. <laughs> And that's that's the little break time. Basically. Well, guys, what kind of game is the stories, uh, Monster Hunter stories? I have no idea what it is, but I've heard good things about the first one. I honestly couldn't tell you. <laughs> okay. I From what Traven told me, because he's big into Monster Hunter, I mean, it's basically like Pokemon. You're just riding monsters, and you can collect other monsters, and uh, they're just big, you know, and you <laughs> fight them. You have to fight. I don't know. It's it's very similar to Pokemon, basically. But your poke, it's like your monster can take on instead of being restricted to one type. Um, your poke, your Pokemon, your monster can like um, morph into other types of of uh, monsters. So like if you had like a fire breathing monster, um, you could essentially it can develop like. Um, water powers you know like if you had a charizard and you uh, you like the monsters you fight they acquire their abilities so if i had a charizard and i fought a blastoise and one i could start to acquire and turn charizard into like a water fire dragon type of thing so very similar um from that's the little 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 right. i know Like you guys said, like Monster Hunter looks like it's a great franchise. It seems like a very cool world, and I like the idea of it, but it just seems a little slow, and there's a lot of depth to it, which I appreciate. I think it's great, but it's just like it's such a commitment that I just – I can't – I I don't have time for that. And it it seems great, and I hope people love it, and I'm glad people love it, but I just – it's not for me at this point in time, but I really do hope that I get into it because I know that there's so much potential there. So hopefully it it clicks with us one day because I I just am jonesing to – give this series a try because I know there's a lot of quality there um, but a- another game that was brought up in this uh, direct apparently is something called Hades um, I don't know if you guys have heard of it ever oh, yeah. since uh, this isn't really my type of game at least not at the moment but I remember I went online I was on my switch you know the other day a little bit after this direct came out and I saw a bunch of my friends playing Hades I'm like why is everyone playing this like random game I never heard about but apparently it's right. like the makers of these other games that are popular like uh, bastion and transistor i think they're called um i still don't really understand what kind of games they are although secretly i do have transistor i haven't played it yet <laughs> um <laughs> they're dungeon crawlers okay right. i feel like diablo okay, okay. that's that cool diablo dungeon crawler okay i mean they look great yeah, I just, i've seen like screenshots of them and could be wrong. they seem pretty cool but uh i don't know uh, a lot of people seem to like hades so i'm glad that that's on switch and uh yeah, as, yeah. Uh, I I love that everything is coming to Switch. That was the initial initiative when Switch came out. Everyone's just like, Keep bring coming. it to Switch, and it's <laughs> happening. Like Xbox games are now oh. on Switch. It's crazy. 
Was this the one? Is yeah. this where they announced the co-op goose update, or was this somewhere no. else? Maybe I'm getting that confused. That was the Sorry. Other one. Yeah, that was like that was like ignore me. One. Yeah, but hopefully I get into Hades we, and we, we Bastion and, and those those other types of games. <laughs> it seems like they also have a lot of potential and are very well loved. So. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't really a direct for me, but I'm glad Ori was there, and some other things were seemed great for other people. So, not yeah. too bad. Not the best, but not too bad. I'm just glad it had content, you know, because the first two were just such letdowns. It was just like, what are, you, what are you doing, Nintendo? And now it just felt like there was some meat yeah. to it, you know. Like, those are, those are big hitters. Um, it was just one of those where... Because we've had directs in the past where, like, they like aimed right at us, and there's directs like, oh, that was good, but it just wasn't for me. And um, I'm just glad we had a real yeah. direct for once. Even though it was third-party stuff, it was just it was nice to have that. I, I still think we're going to get a mainline Nintendo Direct. I really do. I mean, the fact that we can talk about this with news, like Kirby Fighters 2, literally just dropped today. <laughs> I mean, this was not announced. This was not told. It was discovered by Game Explain, and they just dropped it. And they didn't even... I don't even think there's a tweet about there it. There is. Like, when we started recording, they tweeted. <laughs> oh, so. Yeah. Wow. It's 10 p.m. EST right yeah. now. So it's it's insane. Like, I just feel like there's all these little mistakes that keep happening. I don't know. And it's I, weird. I can't blame it on COVID. I'm, I'm sorry. I just think you, it's crappy communication. Yeah. Whoever's in charge of communication, they need to be talked to. <laughs> Um, I'm not saying fired, you know, give him some chances here, but, like, come on. I knew I had a hunch that this last Direct was going to be bigger when they actually tweeted it out the day before. Yeah. You know, they hadn't been doing that. Like, they had been like, here you go, here's a Direct, here's a direct partner Direct, five minutes long. <laughs> um, I don't know, I just, things have just not been consistent with Nintendo, um, and I don't know, man. So I hope... Uh, I hope we get one more big direct. I really am kind of hoping for that. I don't... People keep saying Hyrule Warriors, the sequel, uh, you know, the prequel to Breath of the Wild is our big holiday game. I don't really... I don't know about you guys, but even though I'm going to get it for Christmas and I am excited about it, I feel like that that's not big enough. Like, it's just telling a story that we already know. It's giving us details about it and a, and a fun gameplay, but I feel like we're missing that first hands-on created in the house of nintendo game which we always get every year well it's with a it very come, sorry mm-hmm. no you can go first josh mm-hmm. I, I was gonna say with with that game coming out the same that and pikmin 3 both in november i don't know if i see them throwing something new out there at least not in november unless they have some kind of you know pikmin's in october is it is it october yeah it's the october okay game. okay i'm wrong but i i, I still just don't know along with the, the Mario release recently and things like that. I know it's September, but I, I just don't know if I see another big new title coming out the same time that is at this point. I could be wrong, but with all the like random tweets and things like that, I, I don't even know if I see another direct unless it's like another partner's direct. Um, they did say there would be another one this year. Of a partner's yeah, yeah. So I, I, me personally, I, I think we pretty much seen everything we're getting the rest of this year we might see something else little like not obviously not the fighters game that just came out the kirby one but stuff like that maybe without i I don't think we're getting anything huge i don't think we're getting like an odyssey 2 or you know what have you by the end of the year i think uh 
the the reason why their communication has been so scattered is because they're probably just trying trying to stay relevant in everyone's minds and kind of space out the little announcements that they have or you know some are little some are medium sized yeah. some are pretty big so i think they're trying to space it yeah. out because you know we're entering a new generation in just a couple months right. so they need to still be on everyone's mind and announce something just to have people talking yeah. and not really forget about them and forget about the switch in general um so i think that's that's my thinking but the Mario 3D All-Stars game, that was supposed to come out earlier this year. Um, there's a lot of evidence that shows yeah. that it was supposed to come out like around June time. So obviously with everything mm. going on in the world, that had to get pushed back, which is very understandable. So I don't know if they just don't know what's going to be uh, arriving before the end of the year, um, if they're able to you know have things published uh, digitally or physically there's a lot of unknowns still um and every day is different you know with with what people are able to do you know work-wise and legally mm -hmm. and stuff like that so um i think they're just waiting until something is ready to be announced and ready to be released and then they'll let us know i think they're just trying to be safe about it because there's you know we're, we're living in a pretty uncertain time at the moment so um yeah interesting an interesting thought process that like because yeah like paper mario just dropped out nowhere right. like hey here here's the game it's coming out next month in a couple weeks basically and it's just okay and then they gave us a direct about that game and honestly i could see that happening like we talk about that one more game right. like i i really could see like okay the next gen systems drop for their holiday thing in November, and then um, Nintendo's like, oh, hey, here's a little direct. Uh, and it's like, oh, what? You were working on this 2D Metroid game and, you know, whatever, all this whole time, and here's a trailer and whatever. It comes out December 15th. I don't know. Um, they, they, they most likely wouldn't, but they could. That, the way things have gone this year, it's 2020. Anything yep. can happen. And that's basically, that. like, set your expectations... Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Sequel. Uh, I mean, yeah, set your expectations accordingly because if, if 2020 has taught me anything is that you never know. <laughs> anything can happen. Um, and, yeah, maybe we do have another huge game ahead of us before the end of the year. But uh, I I'm totally just – I, I don't know. I'm expecting the unexpected. So if, if we don't yeah. get anything else, that's fine. I'm – happy enough with what we have i i don't even have time to play yeah. anything and uh but if we get something else that's pretty big i wouldn't put it past them to announce it and and release it especially with a new generation coming up so um i do hope that happens but um you know i'll stick with what we have a, for now and we'll see a, you know so uh, talking um more about this we can kind of kind of connects to our uh, Mario uh, collection as well, the games. Um, you know, they used... I, I learned that came out that they used emulation for these games. Um, and, and, and I guess the Galaxy one is partial code and partial whatever um, emulation. It makes me want... Like, they had to build a system to emulate games. They didn't just do that for these games. And it really... It, opens up the gate to thinking like well are they going to start HDFying and just emulating and releasing them in digital packages um, old GameCube games and even 64 games 64 we had in the Wii and the Wii U and they could release more than what they did of course and I hope they do 
Um, but the really interesting one is GameCube. And, um, uh, oh, one thing I got to say, too, and it brings back into the Xbox, um, talk about they're sharing the relationship. There was, like, a list of games that was, like, I don't know, I, I just heard this in the Nintendo Dads last week where they talked about there was a list of games that had the code in the, uh, the like, for the emulator that was used for the Mario games had, like, code of other 64 games that had been put in there. And one of them was Perfect Dark. And I'm thinking, how could Nintendo do that when it's, that game belongs to Rare? Um, And I'm just speculating. I don't know anything, but could the Xbox relationship and 64 emulation be bringing Xbox-owned 64 games to the Switch in an an eShop format? I mean, could we see Banjo-Kazooie being digitally downloadable and bought for 20 bucks on the eShop? With with Rare in particular, um, Perfect Dark and Banjo-Kazooie both had sort of an HD remake already on the Xbox 360 and, of course, on the Xbox One if they're a replay. So really, that would almost be kind of easy because they already look a little bit better in different departments and things like that. Um, so that maybe that we're getting those ports, basic or those ported, so to speak. I mean, yeah, with the the partnership that they have right now, I wouldn't put. I, I think anything is possible. If Banjo Kazooie can be in Super Smash Brothers, if we can get Ori and the Will of the Wisps yeah. out at the end of a direct immediately. Anything can happen, which is so awesome to say because I think all of us have been wanting to say that for ages now, ever since Rare got bought out. And Decades, it's man. just it's so cool to to see this partnership exist, and I hope it continues forever. Um, I man. forgot what we were talking about. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, Emulation, oh, right? Basically I, I mean, and when it comes to GameCube games being on Switch, my number one concern was how are they going to do that with games that were designed around the GameCube controller? And the number one game that was basically designed around the GameCube controller, I would argue, is Super Mario Sunshine. And that's now on the Switch. Mm -hmm. If they don't have a problem bringing Super Mario Sunshine to the Switch, which I honestly (laughs) never really expected, I think that they are more than willing to bring GameCube games to the Switch. Will it happen? Who knows? They're Nintendo. They're weird and a little slow about these things. But you never know. It's obvious. They don't do what's obvious. Right, exactly, exactly. And I'm, I'm just really hoping and curious if they're actually going to bring a Metroid Prime trilogy before the release of Metroid Prime 4, because that would be a perfect marketing tool. Everyone wants it. Yep. I think it'll sell just yep. fine. Uh, you know, I know Metroid yep. doesn't sell the best, but I think you know, Metroid Prime trilogy, especially with the Switch install base, I think that's what it's called, with the Switch install yeah. base being so high, I think it'll sell just fine. They just poured over these amazing games and we'll buy it <laughs> we did it with mario 3d all-stars and it's a pretty bare bones package so um i i think there's a lot of hope for gamecube games so we'll we'll see what happens Funny. i don't know there's a handful of gamecube games that i own that i just haven't touched like since the gamecube days and i would love to death to just get an hdified like Star Fox dinosaur planet yeah. or Star Fox yeah. assault like we haven't had a quality Star Fox game in forever, and I would just give them that HD update, like they did Sunshine, and I could play those games on my Switch on the go or on my TV. Like, oh my gosh, 
the GameCube, that era was such... It was, the graphics, to me, that from 64 and PlayStation to PS2, GameCube, to me, that was like the biggest graphical jump Nintendo had ever made, in my well, opinion. I think like, from Super it, Nintendo to 64 big, was a lot bigger, but um, it was still right, massive yeah. from 64 to GameCube. But I mean, in a, I guess in a 3D sense. Yeah. Right. Um, the, you went from looking like a straight-up polygon to looking like a whole smoothed-out 3D model. What we always kind of, in our brains, think Mario 64 look, looked like um, is what he looked like on Sunshine. Yeah. And, um, you know, so there's just so many good games. And we don't need that Paper Mario Thousand Year Door HD remaster. Just put it through the emulation system and, bam, release it down for 20 bucks, And there you go. <laughs> So many, so many yeah. good things. I mean, what's been really weird and interesting and cool, but so strange, is how there have been like these weird ports from the N sixty four on Switch, like Turok. <laughs> Why is Turok and Turok right. two on the Switch? You know, yes. I'm fine with it, and it's the first time I've played it, and I actually love Turok. I've been playing that a lot lately, actually. Yeah. Um, I got some nostalgia. And there's other it. ones on the way too. Uh, there's, yeah, I Doom. forgot what it's called. What but other ones? Yeah, oh, true. Doom 64. Doom, um, uh, Pod Ra- Star Wars Pod Racer. Yeah. There's a couple racing. weird ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, it's just so weird. So it's just one of those things that make me think that anything could happen, really. And, um, you know, who knows? Maybe we could yeah. see, like, Tack in the Power of Juju on, on oh, Switch. Gosh. You know, one of those <laughs> I random, forgot that existed. Oh, my Like, semi hits. <laughs> yeah. Watch the cartoon. And, like, uh, some GameCube games, that now that I think of it, have been on the Switch, like Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy. If you guys haven't played Sphinx and the Cursed yeah. Mummy, that's a great game. And they were so made by the people who used to make uh, rare games. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's... You're right. You're absolutely right. And I think it makes you wonder, you know, how, like, the 3D All-Stars has limited till March. Well, it makes you kind of wonder, well, what if they break it off from this All-Star package and then, like, that's the future. It's like, oh... Well, here's Mario 64, 20 bucks. Here's Sunshine, 20 bucks. Here is Galaxy, 20 bucks. And they just start Galaxy 2. And instead of the Netflix thing for that, um, like how they've been doing with Super Nintendo and regular Nintendo, you have to be an online member to be able to have access to these individual games, which I would totally Mm, do. I mean, I would do it, but I wouldn't be thrilled about it. I don't like having a subscription attached to games that I love. But that's just me. Um, Mm. Yes, no, yeah, I don't want a subscription to games I love. I mean, I think that they would sell these as individual packages because they're such they're just much bigger games, right. and I think that they could make more money. We're dumb. We're Nintendo. We'll, we'll buy the same game. Oh yeah, you know, over and over and over again. Especially you polish it up with some HD looking textures, and oh my gosh, it looks amazing. <laughs> well, know? I think this Mario 3D All Stars collection is really sending a message to Nintendo, saying that that hey, we're suckers and. We love these games, and we'll buy it any way that you are able to give it to us yeah. uh, on the Switch. Yes. You know, it, it really does make a huge difference playing something that we used to play at home on our TVs on the go. Even if like we're not really going anywhere right now, but still, <laughs> it's pretty cool to have oh, it. That why, way. It, I've never played Banjo Kazooie on a portable exactly. system. Like it would be f- amazing if I could just like hop in the car and someone drives me somewhere, and I'm just playing you know through mumbo's mountain right there in the car that's 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 literally the dream yep 
<laughs> well, the the dream to have it, so it like cool. portably and on the home console, however you want. Yes. Like we can. Uh, that's what I love about the Switch is that you can play whatever you want, however you want. And yeah. I want to play Banjo Kazooie, and I want to play it wherever I want. See, we so, don't ask for much. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no, I it mean, is great. Like I was mm-hmm. playing Mario Sunshine at the house, and then I I wasn't done, and we, we went to my in laws, so I played Mario Sunshine on their couch. You know, it was the same that's file cool. you can carry with you anywhere. I know we're just kind of going off on how great the Switch is, but, you know, th- these old games <laughs> that used to be tied to your old big screen CRTV thing, too, now you can kind of walk around anywhere with. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy when you s- take a step back and look at the reality that we live in right now. We have Xbox games on a Nintendo device, and this Nintendo device allows us to play any game that's available in whatever way we want on the TV, on the go, we can, you know, give a friend a controller. We could, uh, you know, I was playing games with my friend on the train, uh, like these HD games. And it's just so cool. It's just such a cool reality to wake up to every day. And I just hope that they fulfill its full potential because I hate when they have a system that has so much potential and it's not fully realized. Like, I feel like there could have been a little bit more done with the GameCube, a little bit a little bit more done with the 3ds so i hope that the switch reaches its true potential and honestly it's like pretty much almost at its full potential like everything's on switch and i love it it's it's awesome you know and speaking of like microsoft and i think that's kind of a good segue here um you know Microsoft and the relationship that they have with Nintendo about sharing stuff. Well, uh, a big move was made uh, getting to, you know, almost an hour into the podcast here. <laughs> a big move was made this week about Microsoft buying Bethesda. And now everything that Bethesda has made, which is uh, it's a huge deal because it's not like some indie developer got bought. Um, it's not like even just a, a, a company that makes one good game got bought. This company is a publisher as big as like Activision or Ubisoft. And they got acquired by Microsoft. Microsoft, people have bashed them saying, you don't have exclusives, we're going to Sony. Why would we come to you? And so, like, okay, well, we're going to go buy a bunch of your favorite games. And now the fear is, is this just strictly Xbox now? Or, with good Phil Spencer leading the helm there, he's... I think Phil Spencer really does care about the industry. He doesn't just care about making xbox the number one thing out there that's why they have a subscription he wants to keep the industry healthy because if they had the wrong if they had the idea of we're just going to start buying up third parties um because they've said that uh, even after this purchase that they are still looking to purchase even more um it can be scary if 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 all these companies are owned by one giant corporation you get into monopoly forms, um, and it hurts the health of the whole gaming industry as a whole. You might say, uh, people might complain, like, well, Nintendo has Mario and Zelda and Metroid and knocking all them to themselves. Well, that's because they handmade those games. I mean, they own that, you know. Um, it's going to hurt Nintendo if they can't have games like better third parties like Skyrim and that Nintendo was hurting this is that's why that switch is so healthy because switch literally is getting everything because everything sells like gangbusters on it um so what are you guys' feelings I mean I don't think yes it's smart for what Xbox is doing but I have a I'm I think this is really bad honestly for the 
it could go bad. In the right hands, I think I think we're okay because it's Phil Spencer. But it could go bad if if Phil retires. Who takes over? If he has a different mindset, I want Xbox to be the number one. Everyone comes to me platform. It can be really bad, guys, um, for the industry as a whole. So, take it away. What are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, Josh, why don't we start with you? I know Josh spoke pretty highly of it in text in our text group. Um, you know, what do you think? Man? Um, I, I guess that the highly of it um, maybe is a little bit. Uh, I, I don't know if they're quite the right term for it, but a little bit of hype out of being out of the three, the big three, <laughs> Xbox would be in my second place. Um, you know, Nintendo obviously being first, that's sort of the untouchable. I really don't care for Sony personally. <laughs> um, but with, with Microsoft, I was glad to see um, them get a hold of them before somebody like Sony would. Not that Sony would necessarily go out to buy them. But I felt like that was a big win for Microsoft. Bethesda's got a lot of big games. Bethesda's got some I like, like Doom. Um, Wolfenstein's pretty cool. Uh, you know, you got the Fallout series. I, I don't really play that, but I know I know a lot of people do. And um, things like Skyrim, you know, they've, they've, got, they've got a bunch of not only good shooters, but a few good Western RPGs and things like that. Um, now that is basically exclusive to them as far as we know. Um, I, I did. I, I don't know who said this, but I do believe somebody said it's sort of a case by case basis on what all will be exclusive. You know, like if if there's a new, I would imagine if there's like a new big title in say like Fallout or something like that, it's probably just going to be Xbox. But if there's going to be something like where they just released a bunch of the old Doom games across everything, we would probably still get that kind of stuff on Switch. Um, now, as, as a whole, like if it's good or not, I feel like it's maybe a little too early to tell. Um, I'd, <laughs> with with Microsoft in particular, um, and I know this is talking like a decade and a half ago, but like when they bought Rare, I don't feel like it did Rare any favors. Um, no, they did. But. At, exactly what you shouldn't <laughs> and again and that's kind of nintendo's fault but again this is this is 15 16 years however many years later industry was different yeah so it's it's a different time period bethesda was third party they weren't basically second party to nintendo or anything like that so it's, it's a different story um i really don't know what i think of it yet maybe um because I'm, I'm i'm kind of i go back and forth on it i, I like i like that Xbox can have a good win out of it. Um, I, I do want to see them. I, I, I get tired of them sort of getting dominated by Sony between the two of them. I sort of still see Nintendo as like its own thing. Um, so I mean, Josh just kind of froze up there. Yeah. But can you uh, hear me? Well, my thoughts on it, um, I think it's a, a huge move, obviously, on Microsoft's part. Oh, sorry, sorry, Josh. Uh, you kind of froze huh? up for a little bit. Am I bit. still moving? You were frozen yeah. for like. Huh? You're good you now. Are now. You were frozen for like eight, ten yeah. seconds. I was just testing the thing. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, we hear you now. I don't know where I cut off at. Sorry, I don't remember either. But you made some really good points. Um, I think that this is a, a really smart move for Microsoft. Uh, Bethesda is obviously a super talented company. They've made games that a lot of people love. Um, I'm not too familiar with their catalog, but I, I can uh, appreciate the work that they've done and appreciate how other people really love their work. Um, 
this is a little different. This purchase is a little different because, you know, Sony bought Insomniac and some other companies, but those were companies that already made games pretty much just for Sony, as it was, with the exception of, like, Sunset Overdrive for Insomniac. But... That's like if Nintendo would have bought Rare. Right, exactly. So, like, they're just buying a company that they work well with anyway. Um, I mean, it would be like Nintendo buying uh, the Pokemon company, which, oddly enough, they don't own. Um, So it's like, (laughs) you know, we're just used to their games being on that platform. But this is different because Bethesda makes games for all platforms. So it's going to possibly jeopardize the future of them sharing their IPs with other consoles. So it'll be interesting to see how they handle that. But I am thankful that if any company had to buy them, that it is Microsoft because obviously Microsoft lately has been playing nice and allowing all these different IPs on all these different systems. And, you know, Phil Spencer, he seems like a really nice guy and that he cares about the industry and stuff. And maybe he does, but you know, I think he's what the CEO of, of Xbox or like in charge of that stuff. So yeah, he he might care yeah. about the games business, but he really cares about money. And his approach yeah. right now is just very different from what we are used to seeing in the games industry, um, especially with Xbox Game Pass. So they clearly yeah. are going a very very different route. So um, overall, I'm just happy that they're making a, uh, a very aggressive move i think it's going to help them tremendously and while i am upset that we are kind of losing the independence of this company i think it's great that microsoft is now seen as a formidable competitor and what we do need is three major companies in this gaming industry because for a while it seems like it was pretty much going to be sony and nintendo for a while and i don't know how that would have played out so i do hope that this keeps microsoft competitive for the long term that's clearly what they are looking for um they're looking to develop um to have this company develop their games for a very long time obviously for seven or so billion dollars so um yeah it's a great company they have great ip and i hope that it brings microsoft enough success to keep the entire industry competitive so okay but it what if it just doesn't stop here i mean they said they want to buy more people keep talking about them oh sega would be the perfect purchase for microsoft next i mean you want sonic just being exclusive on xbox all the time now i mean sonic's been shared with nintendo and i can tell you it was just amazing when we could get sonic games on a nintendo console for the first time back in the day and um I don't know. I, I just feel like if they... There's only... I've listened to so many different discussions from bigger, um, you know, form, formats out there, like Game Explain and other people talking, and there's literally... You can only count, I think... There's just a handful of third parties left. Right. Third... Major third-party publishers. Activision, Ubisoft... Um, who else? EA, 2K. <laughs> right. EA. Yeah. I mean... I don't think EA would get bought. Well, maybe. They're, they love I mean, I, nobody <laughs> thought Bethesda would be bought, so you never know. True. Yeah. So that, that's just what I'm saying is, like, where does it stop? When's enough enough? Does Nintendo need to 
go out with a checkbook and say, hey, we, we've got to lock down at least one of these. Which one of our of the publishers do we love the most? And if that happens, then Sony's going to do the same thing, and then it's going to suck. I mean, they don't have unlimited money. You know, They have to be very smart about these types of purchases. Seven or so billion dollars for Bethesda was not something they were just like, uh, yeah, let's just do that. No, they thought very <laughs> long and That's hard about that. And it'll probably be their last big purchase. They're, all the companies are going to acquire more. That's just inevitable. That's just how the business works. I don't think we're going to see such massive purchases because we weren't even expecting something like that. Um, so I, uh, right. I, I don't think that's going to be the norm. Um, but I agree with you, Jacob, that this kind of does suck for our future because, you know, it locks down those IPs for that particular company, uh, Microsoft. So the reason why I don't care that much with this purchase is because truthfully, I don't really care about Bethesda games that much. Um, I think they're, you know, they're great, but like for me, I, I don't care, but if they bought Sega, I would be really annoyed. So, um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, not to cut you off, Josh. Um, I'm with you. I don't play Bethesda games. I got Skyrim, and it was like, meh. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. Uh, I didn't even beat it. Um, It's not the fact that I want those games, though. It's the fact that what I have loved about the Switch era is that everything is coming to Nintendo. So people don't look at Nintendo. What I hated in the GameCube days, and in the Wii days especially, was people just viewed Nintendo as they're just this kid system. They just have these little kitty games. And it's like, no, Nintendo, you know, 64 and Super Nintendo days and the regular Nintendo days, they were like, they had everything. And everyone came to Nintendo for that. And I don't want... Like, we've got Bethesda games for the very first time and on the Switch. And it has just opened up this whole new crowd in Nintendo. And if you take that away going to hurt Nintendo, because at the end of the day, I love Nintendo. It's the only system I ever play. It's the only company I invest into. Call me a a freak, but if you have a loyalty, I have a loyalty like the Nintendo. I was just born and raised. I love games because of them. So, I care about what this does Nintendo. You can punch Sony in the gut all you want. (laughs) I don't care. I care about Nintendo and how they are successful. So, um, that's kind of my fear, is that if, if that these games just get stuck on Xbox, well then there's a bunch of games that Nintendo won't get, and either Nintendo's going to have to create their own IP again um, for more stuff, or they need to at least lock down one of these companies just to say, like imagine if they were about Activision, and all of a sudden every Call of Duty that came out was only on Nintendo. Well, Call of Duty is a big franchise, covers a lot of, of grounds, and types of games that Nintendo doesn't typically do on their own. I'm just saying, you know, that that's kind of my concern that I would I'm afraid Nintendo would be losing out on those type of games and and whatnot, but Well, know. the the gaming landscape is constantly evolving. So, what 
Xbox was going the typical route that we're used to, like the more traditional gaming route, and that wasn't really playing out for them as well as they had hoped. So what has been different over the past few years is their ability to share their IPs, and they're not so focused on having their IPs be restricted to their platform. They just want to get the Xbox brand out there. They just want to make money, basically, and that, that was their way of doing it, by putting Microsoft IPs on the Switch and sometimes on uh, right. maybe even PlayStation, PC. I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything outside of Nintendo. Full Game so. Pass come to the Switch? Yeah, I could see that for sure. They just want to make money. I didn't know that was so, rumored. Yeah, they're just chasing money, so if it's going to make them money and it, they're not going to suffer any losses from it, either short-term or long-term, they're going to do it. So um, I'm thankful that this uh, current landscape is very friendly and open. Um, I don't know if it's going yeah. to stay like that, but if they're going to see that this openness and sharing of IPs will bring them money, they're going to keep doing it until it doesn't. So um, we'll see. I, yeah. I, I'm with you, Jacob, and I do worry about the future of it, but for right now, it seems like this openness is really working in their favor, and I don't see it stopping anytime soon. Yeah, it's a good setup right now. Like we said with Phil Spencer, there it's just scary that if it fell into the wrong hands, it could go it could go horribly wrong, and I don't want to go down that route. So um, my my biggest ultimate fear is ever would be that if Nintendo ever got bought, like if Microsoft forked over ten billion dollars and bought them, I would hate that. Oh, I would I'd probably quit gaming. I mean seriously, because oh me too. Yeah. You don't you don't want a corporation. I don't want Nintendo ever taken over because Nintendo is the reason that the gaming world even exists today and they're the ones who are always innovating and pushing it forward and creating new ideas and fun toys and unique things that you, you look at Sony, they copy Nintendo every generation. They copy them, they put it their what Nintendo does into their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they do. And, and Microsoft has done the same thing, you know? So um, Nintendo... As long as they're their own company and they keep thriving and doing their own thing, ultimately I'll be happy. But yeah, it just—it's just—it's just a fine line. If this could go really good or this could go really bad. You talked about you don't like subscribing for your favorite games. I mean, that's what Xbox is doing. I mean, they're buying everything. Like, hey, subscribe to us and we will give you your games. Oh, which we could take away. Make just no like mistake, that. Nintendo is definitely going to be doing something like that, and in the pretty near future, I believe the current president has basically hinted at that. So I'm not a huge fan of that, but that's just how the industry is. That that's where the industry is going, and it's I hate that. I want to. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and but it's like they, you have to kind of go with where the industry is going. So you, you can definitely expect that from Nintendo. I like I said, I hate it, but that's just how it's going to be. But I wouldn't worry about anyone that's how you'll compete, yeah you know? i mean that's what you got to do uh it's just how business is but i wouldn't worry about nintendo being bought out because they're worth 85 billion dollars so i can't think Ooh. of any company that could afford that that's gonna uh, hurt. or would want to so uh you know if seven wow. billion okay. was a huge purchase for microsoft uh i wouldn't worry about 85 billion uh, being um, being dished <laughs> yeah, out from I, them. I don't think old Bill Gates wants to sign eighty five billion dollars yeah. over. Yeah. So yeah, don't worry <laughs> wow. about that just yet. Josh, sorry, I know we've Chris and I have been talking back and we haven't really been able to chime in here. So I mean, give us your side. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, with with Bethesda in particular, not to back up too far, I, I don't feel like that's one that 
is going to directly impact Nintendo all that much. Honestly, I, I, I like a decent bit of what Bethesda puts out. You know, I don't play all of it, but I think there's some good stuff there. But a lot of it is also sort of made around the more powerful systems, um, like the new, the newer Dooms, um, the Fallouts and things like that. Shoots, a lot of those didn't yeah. even come to Switch. But if they do come to Switch, they're always like the, you know, that they don't look as good as the original versions yeah. do on the other systems and things like that. So I, I think this will... It, this might actually be good for those games in particular, so they can just focus on one system. They don't even have to worry about, hey, we got to figure out how to make this work on Xbox and PS4, and then worry about the Switch port. Now they can just build it around the Xbox controller, the Xbox layout, all of that sort of thing, um, their systems, and just focus on that. If, if they can still have their own creative control and things like that, and just focus it all into X, into one system, that might be a great thing for it. Um, and like I said, I don't think that will directly affect Nintendo much. Now, some other companies might, like if that would happen. I know the big rumor that everybody's been hearing is they're going after Sega next. Um, I, I don't personally believe it, but again, I didn't see this happening. Um, they, di- they did say, uh, I think they said they had an announcement at the Tokyo Game Awards, but then they put out, don't worry, we're not buying up anybody else <laughs> or something like that. Like they the, they, they that. literally said that on Twitter earlier today. Um, but I think someone like like Sega is a good example, actually, um, that would potentially take Sonic, um, one of the bigger 90s icons, you know, off of off yeah. of switch and things like that. Um, I think that's where it would start hurting. Um, you know, it's. Side note on that, I heard someone say in a discussion that if they bought Sega, it would be great so they could have, like, a mascot, uh, more mascots up next to, like, their Halo. Because when you show Xbox, they show Master Chief, and then, like, they don't have any IP. So, like, they still have, like, their Forza car, like, right next to Master (laughs) Chief because they don't have stuff to show off. Which makes me, it irks me because I'm like, yes, you do. You have all of rares IP that you have just let waste away on a shelf. So, Banjo-Kazooie should be right up there with Master Oh, those... those oh, yeah. Honestly. That's great, and that's what could happen to something like a company that has, like, the more kid-friendly mascots, because look what happened to Rare. You know, they'll slap Banjo-Kazooie merchandise out and things like that, but they don't actually make any games or do anything with them. Um, they haven't... You know what they did with the difference between with the rare purchase and with Bethesda is what they've said with Bethesda is they're not they don't impl- they don't plan to interfere they just bought them like alright just keep doing what you do you just we we just signed your paycheck right. now you know and it, it's with back when the rare days they bought rare and they literally went in and they cleaned house almost and they're like hey we want you to do this and they wanted you to they just they just gutted the company they gutted the rare that we loved and that's why Rare was no longer... That's why they're not who they used to be today. And they don't touch those IPs. Um, and it's sad that that's what happened to Rare. I mean, it really is. We, I imagine we would have had more Rare-like stuff if they would have been allowed to do it. But it was different leadership at Xbox back then. Bill wasn't there. Um, if Rare was bought out today like that, I bet you they would have the same, like, hey, keep doing what you do, like Bethesda, and just do it for us. 
Um, so that was a side note. But I don't think uh, another thing on that. I, I don't see Nintendo being the kind that would that would. I could be wrong, but that would be chasing all these other third parties like Microsoft's like, all right, let's buy up a few of them. I don't think Nintendo would do it. Like when they had the chance to buy Rare, even again, this is decade and a half ago. They yeah. Rare even thought they were going to do it, They're like to you know to fully purchase them, so to speak. I don't know all the proper terms for it, and they, and and they didn't. They just kind of let Rare sit there after all Rare did for them, and Microsoft swooped in and took them instead. So it, it's <laughs> so they might not want to go out and buy Sega or someone that I think would be a particularly good one for them to own and kind of poet, poetic and maybe that's just a little bit of that 90s kid in me yeah. <laughs> I just don't get it I mean Nintendo could like Platinum Games and Toei Tecmo Toei Tecmo Toei Tecmo something like that it backwards. <laughs> um, like I've heard like if Nintendo purchased like they're they're really close with both of those companies they're yeah. super close they could totally buy those two up and then make them for them I just don't understand I guess I, I'm not the business guy I just don't understand it but like they let Rare go and then they let a company Retro who at that point literally hadn't even made a single game and they're just like oh we're just we're gonna invest in Retro over here and they made Metro Prime, which it was amazing. But like, they let somebody who literally gave their sixty, the sixty-four, the, the it's it's life. I mean, I would argue that sixty-four would have sucked ultimately if Rare was not making games. Pretty for much. It. And um, they let them go, and then they just purchased this unknown company. That was brand new. It was a baby at the time, and. I just don't get Nintendo's approach or their mindset and, like, why they do what they do with that stuff. Well, there's been a lot of uh, stuff surfacing about that whole situation, both retro, like, you know, them buying retro or working closely with retro and not deciding not to purchase Rare. Um, there's a lot of different uh, theories behind that that make a lot of sense. Um, you know, obviously... I mean, I bought my GameCube for Rare games. I was like, I love my N64. I am ready to go yes. with GameCube. Let's do this. Give me Banjo-Kazooie 3. And I was yes. so disappointed, obviously. But that's all. I could go on and on about that. <laughs> but, um, you know, Rare obviously got bought by Microsoft. That's just what happened. But yeah. while that sucked, past. and I think they made some horrible decisions from that, I think they've learned that yeah. you know letting companies do what they do best and not really um, being too uh, predatory, for lack of a better word, of, of um, mm -hmm. it, it just doesn't pay off. So um, the fact that they yeah. did do that with Rare and that a lot of people got annoyed about it, some good did kind of come out of that because a lot of the best employees left the company. Can't really do much about that. And they went on to make some yeah. great side projects of their own, including Ukulele yep. and, and The Impossible yep. Lair, which is a game that I know all three of yep. us love. And that game would yep. not exist had they kept going with Rare. And who knows? Maybe if Nintendo right. bought them, maybe some bad stuff would have come out of that in its own way too. You know, so right. it good things do happen even during crappy situations, and maybe this is going to happen For with sure. Bethesda too, where they just are not happy with how things are going, and they make their own side projects, and it becomes a huge hit. But um, right, you know, so right. it's it's not this like uh, everything's going to be horrible. You, you never know. You just have to pay pay attention and and look at these other things that might be branching out from from these uh, situations. But um, something. 
I just wanted to bring up real quick is that, uh, you know, Josh mentioned that Bethesda brought their games to the Switch and they look a little... They, they don't look as good as their console counterparts, obviously. Um, but I have to say, I bought Doom about two weeks ago. I am blown away by how good that game looks on the Switch. It literally looks like a PlayStation 4 game on the Switch. I cannot awesome. believe how amazing that game looks. There's so much detail in all these small animations and... If you would have told me that this is the Switch version, not the PlayStation 4 version, I would have, I would not believe you. It just looks <laughs> so good. So that is a very talented company, and you know, props awesome. to Microsoft for getting them. But I do hope that Nintendo buys companies that they are close with, such as the Pokemon Company, because the Pokemon Company is technically independent, and they could go to Sony potentially. So um, they. Oh. oh, that would be yeah. Oh. That would be a punch to the ball. It could happen. <laughs> it could happen. They like, and like, so, yeah. Sony could buy them. You never know. So I hope they know what they're doing with that and some of these other companies that they work close with. So, um, yeah. I would be pulling out my checkbook right away. <laughs> I uh, word that Sony was going to be buying. Yeah. Them. I would not for Pokemon, but yeah, that would be bad. Uh, you know, one of their that, biggest franchises, I mean, period, I, and the one franchise that brought them to this meteoric success uh you know in the early uh 2000s like and still to this day like people bought a switch for pokemon sword and shield i wasn't one of them but a lot of people (laughs) did that so um yeah it's insane i mean it's insane that what pokemon alone does i mean it sells just as big as mario if not better i mean it's i don't understand you nintendo just Lock that crap down. I don't know. Maybe that's part of the business. Maybe they feel so tight that they would that would never happen. But all right. So if you all are not following us yet, of course, on social media, uh, one of the first places you can find us on Twitter is I'm looking it up right now because I always get it confused. It's at Nintendo underscore NOS. It is not a dot. Uh, <laughs> uh, there is that, and of course, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, we have our Facebook group there. Nintendo nostalgia chat, so to speak. We're always in there dropping a bunch of stuff. Um, try not to run my mouth too much in there because I'm always posting all kinds of random goofy stuff. Um, <laughs> um, and yeah, um, outside of that, I guess for myself, you can uh, find me also on Twitter at Whopper744Games. Got the streaming thing going with that Whopper744, or I'm sorry, Twitch um, forward slash Whopper744. All of that good stuff. Um, I really appreciate you guys if you uh, come check me out on there sometime. Awesome. Chris, what about you? Where can people find you? You can find me on our Nintendo Nostalgia Facebook page. Sometimes I'm posting pretty dumb (laughs) conversation topics. Uh, Otherwise, you can sometimes see me chatting with Josh and Ryan in their streams. So you can look forward to that. Awesome. Yeah, and you can find me at Nosh, uh, Jacob 73 I'm on Twitter. Um, I'm tweeting a lot more again and whatnot. So if you want to follow me, you can. Um, but, yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode with us here. And, uh, we know, it's not our traditional format, but we will be back next week playing with some more power, talking about some more of our traditional topics. Have a good one. Bye. 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 Later, Preston.
Thank you.